0: Dr. Doris Forte, and welcome to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is episode 103, and I have entitled this episode, What Do You Do When You're Doing Too Much? This episode was inspired by the fact that I have been so doggone busy, and it seems like everybody I know is busy too. We're just a bunch of busy folks buzzing around this planet, and I wanted to talk about that today because overscheduling ourselves is a surefire way to put our mental well-being and our physical well-being, our spiritual well-being, and even our personal relationships at risk. We're just spread too thin. So let's take a dive inside the Visionarium and focus on the subject of busyness. Once upon a time, not too terribly long ago, I prided myself for having a busy calendar. I would look at my calendar. And see that all of the white spaces were filled in with meetings, board meetings, day seeing patients, traveling here and there, speaking engagements, parties, galas, fundraisers. And I would say, this is good. But today in retirement, it's just the opposite. Those white spaces on my calendar are coveted. And the problem these days is that there just aren't that many of them. Since August, I can't even count the number of doctor's appointments that I've had. Every week, my calendar is just peppered with doctor's appointments. Some of them are really quite pleasurable. The acupuncture, the massage that deals with this chronic pain that I've been dealing with since August. But even that requires that I suit up and show up. When people ask me, what are you doing these days? I say I'm minding my business and my business is my life. If we mind our own business, it really is a full-time job. And my challenge these days is staying focused on what is true and what is essential and what is meaningful. Those are the activities that I have to really prioritize. And right now, truly, my health is that priority. And it means looking at the other things that are coming in and sifting through those things and deciding yes or no, yes or no. Some of those decisions are not easy because they have to do with obligations to family and friends and organizations that have depended on me to be there as a volunteer or on the board or whatever I'm doing with them. I have had to back away and reprioritize some things in my life because if we don't do that, if I don't do that, I don't do anything well. I'm just swirling around like a dervish and not really getting anything done effectively. I, I'm constantly seeking balance in my life. And sometimes that requires just being able to ask myself some questions simple things like, How are you feeling about this? Is that really that important to you? Would this make you feel better? And when I choose me, over some other things, sometimes I struggle. And a lot of us do. We struggle with putting ourselves first. We've talked about that. But if we don't learn how to prioritize and let it begin sometimes with us, things can get out of hand quickly. And just spending time moving in the right direction is refreshing, as opposed to swimming upstream and juggling too many balls. None of that is refreshing. And so many of us are doing that. You know, we walk around with these devices glued to our hands and we got all these dots on our calendars because we've got all this stuff to do, or we're spending hours on social media. And really, you know, I mean, what is that really doing for us? I try to keep it simple so that I'm not overwhelmed. And to do that, I really need clarity when I look at what's essential to keep me going, which are these doctor's appointments right now, basically, I have to say no to some things. And we all do. And the problem is that we don't want to, so we don't. So we try to do it all and we're not doing any of it well. And and we know it. And it shows up in the way that people are responding to what it is that we're giving. It's not appreciated on a deep level because it's not really the best that we can do. The best that we can do sometimes is just not to do it at all. Do it later or another time. I'm also finding that as busy as it is, I need to give myself that time to just take a break. And sometimes that break occurs in my car after a doctor's appointment or before I go in. Taking a break, letting my mind relax. Today that break occurred at Lazy Boy. And shout out to you, Mike. It was really great meeting you over there today. I loved our conversation. It was just so human to human. You know, I really, really appreciate it. I had decided I was going to get me a, a recliner because the chair in my room needs to be replaced. It doesn't offer any support anymore. I've just worn it out. I'm just thinking that some of this stuff that I'm working on would benefit from having a good supportive chair. And so... I was trying out the chairs in Lazy Boy and actually went to sleep. (laughs) One of them was so nice that I just took a little nap. The guy told me, I need to go across the showroom floor and check on something. And I think he got tied up with another customer. And I didn't have anything else to do at that moment but sleep. And I really needed it. And it was great. It was restorative. So finding solutions like that that work for you can be a lifesaver. Another thing that I have found myself doing is not sticking so closely to my list of things to do. I will switch up and do something that matches my energy level a little bit better. I had every intention of doing something else this weekend. But I was in the backyard and I looked at the way that my vegetables were growing. They're just so puny this year. I've been farming for several seasons now. I know what I'm doing. I did one thing different this year. I bought some dirt that was marketed as being specifically made for this area. And this company has a great reputation. And I bought some dirt. I had some help putting it down and I laid a weed cloth in. And what I discovered this weekend is that the guys that did that that labor for me really didn't do a good job. They didn't dig the soil before they put the weed cloth down. So when the seeds were put in the ground and started growing, the roots had nowhere to go. So they're just laying on top of this weed cloth that's about four inches down and they're not going to grow. So I was going to do something else. But when I discovered or figured out what the heck was going on with my vegetables this season, I um, just started pulling that weed cloth up and put putting the dirt back in and then pulling the vegetables up and replanting them, spreading their little roots out, and then covering them up again with the dirt, the good dirt. It is good dirt. It's not as good as my soil, actually, but it's not bad. And I know they're going to grow now. The only problem is that, you know, Mother Nature likes to grow certain things at certain times, and these are fall vegetables, and we're almost in spring, so I may not get anything. But my point is this. I totally let go of the agenda that I had. And allowed myself to do that. Because it, it suited my energy level better. I love being out there. It's just real therapeutic for me. And that really needed to be done. Nobody was going to do that but me. So I've got several more rows to go. But fortunately, I didn't plan a lot of veg for the fall. So I can get that taken care of in plenty of time. But my point is to look at your agenda. And then ask yourself how you feel about it. And then look around and see if there's anything else that you can swap out that might make you feel better, that might be more suited to your energy level, or bring you a greater sense of satisfaction. That's a better use of your time. It's still using time, but it's in a way that uplifts you, rather than make you feel like you're satisfying some sense of duty. That just works for me that way. So that's one thing that I do. And I use a lot of post-it notes and legal pads and things like that because ideas will pop into my head and I just make space for them on paper until I'm able to actually do it. It's easy to know where to start when it's written down. and When you're done, you just scratch it off. So I do make lists like that. Sometimes I just forget because I have so many other things to do. I don't think it's a matter of my mind. It's just being overwhelmed with too much to do. So I jot it down, and then I look at that list rather often, and it's a reminder. Like today, I remembered, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to make this call to the VA, And it's about money. The VA is supposed to reimburse me for some tests that I had done. I submitted the form, but I've not heard anything back. may take a while. It is the VA. But then again, it could be stalled out. And a call from me would get that ball rolling again. But I forgot to call. So now I know, put that at the top of my list, because I do want to be reimbursed. And nobody's going to do that work but me. That's a priority. That will happen tomorrow morning. I ask for help. I have gotten better at that. People are so responsive when you ask for help. I was sick the other day with a cold. My friend Linda said, let me know if you need anything. And I remember Linda makes a great chicken soup. She buys this roasted chicken from somewhere and then she puts her vegetables in it and herbs. It's just really a good soup. And she says she makes it in her Instapot so it doesn't take a lot of time. And I said, Linda, would you make me a chicken soup? That would really make me feel better. I don't have any food to really eat over here and I'm too sick to cook. She said, sure. I'm just living my life outside of perfection. This weekend, something that's going to make me real happy is I invited my whole family over. By whole family, I mean my son and daughter and their kids. So it's going to be eight of us. And I'm going to cook some pasta. And we're just going to have a good time fellowshipping with each other. We're going to laugh. We're going to eat. It's going to be so wonderful. And I just feel like feeding my babies. I really do. I'm just happy that they're coming over. So that's superseding a lot of stuff that I might also have to do, but that will bring me more joy than anything. And I'm looking forward to it Saturday. That's just getting in touch with who I am, what I love, putting some love in my life when I can to counteract the things that have to be done that don't necessarily bring me joy, but they will in the future you know, it, it will feel good when I don't have to see these doctors five and six times a week. I have to keep my eye on the prize, which is my happiness and my joy and my feeling of contentment and well-being emotionally and physically. You know, I've just got to keep my eye on that too. That's what I wanted to share. And I'm following my doctor's orders about podcasting still, keeping it short and sweet. So with that... Let's back up to the surface. Thank you so much for joining me today inside the Visionarium. It is always my heart's pleasure to be able to put a podcast episode together and to share some thoughts that are on my mind. In my imagination, somebody's listening. So I hope it's you. And in between now and our next episode, if you need to reach me, My email address is thevisionariumpodcast at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. So I hope that this week, some of the things that I shared with you will pop into your head and you'll move some things around, reprioritize, take a break in an easy chair, (laughs) in a showroom somewhere, and just have a really wonderful week. And have a happy Valentine's Day too. Find somebody to love. Share some love. Take care. Bye-bye. So until we meet again, remember to focus on your dreams. Because you've got to have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon.